Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Yeah! Yeah! ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko. Live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good Karma Brands radio station. The Friday Football Feast continues on the Carmen and Yurko Show. Live from Buffalo Wild Wings in Homewood. Brought to us by Miller Lite. Yeah, we want to give a big shout-out to our friends at the Molson Coors, Miller Lite, yep. Buffalo Wild Wings for this great partnership. Uh, this is the last one for the 2023 NFL season. We had a great time. I sure hope that we do this again in 2024. because We did nine of these. It's great, And we were all over. North, we're everywhere. West, south. It was great. Downtown. Downtown. I missed that one. I was gone. But, yeah, you and Chris were over there for the well, one downtown. Well, I missed the one you did in Berwyn. That's true. Yeah, my yeah. old stomping grounds. Your it, old stomping grounds. These were so much fun. I, I really, truly hope we do this again we're, we're uh, coming up next west, year like in the football sh- season. We're close to Sugar Grove. We did remember one. the one we were way out west. It was early. One of the first like ones we did in September. Or, I'm trying to remember. Well, was it like, Aurora? Like close to where the, we did the stuff at the Pride Stores. Oh, in St. Charles, I think. Ooh, ah, St. Charles. Yeah. yeah. Out in St. Charles. It was we great, did one man. This was yeah. a lot of fun. So thanks to Miller Lite, all the great people, and our great partners over there with Molson Coors. Good stuff. And uh, yeah, we had fun. Yeah, it was good. Go forth amongst the people, kid. That's what we do. Thanks to Jack McGrath and Kevin Zipak for helping us here today. We had That's right. Them guys we did a nice Josh. Fun. We had seasons what? in the sun. Josh and his, uh, his team here with us. Uh, back at the shop, Black and Abdallah. Guys out tonight after Waddle and Sylvie. And Tommy always was the black sheep of the family. Yes. Yeah. And thanks for coming out and hanging with us today. And thanks to Mike North for the bonus play. All right, Waddle and Sylvia you know back in the shop. Was? You know why that was, Johnny? Because I'm the only one that ever went to college and got his degree. Well, there you uh, go. That had to be it. That's you true. found a way to achieve. You were the uh, the abnormal one, first huh? First Waddle, I think, I think I'm the first Waddle to ever graduate from college. From I'm the mind. first DeFalco to ever graduate really? from college. Uh, I, yeah. You know, I was the first uh, Yurkovich that went to a four-year college. There you go. Attendance. That matters. Mirko, I believe, was the first one to. Uh, I think so. My sister went to college. That's, I'm trying to be fair. She went to college. I'm just trying to remember which college she went to. You don't remember which college your sister went no, to? No, I don't know if it was like Roosevelt or if it was something like that downtown. You know That's what a I'm college. Saying? That's an incredible. I didn't say it was in Carm. I'm trying to remember which one it was. You having right? a fuzzy minded day? I'm a fuzzy mind. Listen, Mirko went to Notre Dame. That's yeah, easy to uh, well, yeah, okay. Yes. Okay. I knew that. If you didn't play football, Yurko doesn't care about you. Yeah. I'm upset. Eva has got to be like, are you serious? You no, Eva, Eva, listen, Eva and I just had dinner the other day. I know. Yeah, What'd you say over there, numbnuts? Yeah, I know. What'd you say, numbnuts? I got the numbnuts today. That was garments. Aaron Rodgers. The point is, I just can't remember right now. Not Roosevelt. What's the other one downtown? DePaul. No, no, no. UIC. No, no, no. Roosevelt. Columbia. Two names, two names. Two, Robert Morris. Robert Morris. Boom, that's where she went. Robert Morris. Got there. Wow. I feel Why better are you now. Me? Because huh? you're picking on Eber. me for a moment. We got Eberflus. Eberflus. All right, see you, boys. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. You, you wait till Peace. You wait there. You wait. He's out. Here's the coach. Also, the Pro Bowl. You know, we haven't been up here since that. You know, so the Pro Bowl, obviously, was uh, congratulations to Tez and, you know, and to Jalen uh, for that uh, nod. That's that's good. And then Tyreek. You know, Tyreek was named NFC Defensive Player of the Week. You know, certainly had the stats. So he's been playing well for us all all, all year. And like we said uh, a couple of days ago, we like his physicality and his ball hawking ability. Uh, that's been really good for us. Um, as you guys saw, the injury updates are, are out there. Um, and those are where they are right now. And uh, 
couple guys will wait and see where we are, you know, until game time. But uh, that's where it is. Finished out the week today outside, which was good to uh, to get out there. Um, weather's been extremely nice uh, for this time of year, and uh, it was good to get out there um, today. But uh, fast Friday, guys were fast, guys were quick, and uh, again, it was really our first practice of the week. We had a bunch of walkthroughs this week, and those went well as as uh, we got through this week. First, second down, and the third down in the red zone uh, today. But uh, with that, open up to questions. Kyler get hurt today. Yeah, he just uh, he just tweaked his you know the calf today though. Um, that was yesterday, yesterday. So uh, we'll see where it is. And again, uh, you know, it's hopefully trending in the right direction. But we'll see where it goes. What would need to happen for Jalen to play on Sunday? Yeah, you know, just really trying to get him to game time. You know, we're trying to get him there. We're obviously with that caliber of player. We're just doing everything we can to get him to the game, and uh, we're going to certainly uh, give it that time as well. Um, but. Uh, you know, for him, it just, you know, he just obviously knows the position really well, you know, can really execute at a high level, you know, where, you know, he knows the coverages and everything, just some little tweaks here and there. But, uh, you know, so he's he'd be ready to go. He's been engaged in the meetings for sure. What do you think about how close you guys were to actually like, being in the playoffs? Have you played a lot yourself at least to look back like, if I had done this in there, then it could have, it could have just been, it could be in a different spot? Yeah, that, that's a good question. And certainly that's something we'll reflect on after the season. You know, right now we're just focused on this game. Um, you know, but you, uh, you like to control your own destiny. You know, that's the whole idea of this game that we're playing, right? Uh, you know, getting into the dance and controlling your own destiny that way. You know, we fall short of that this year. And, you know, so uh, we're just excited about this last game, you know, and uh, this version of the Chicago Bears going out there one more time. And uh, and we're, we're excited about that. With that in mind, like, having been them nine straight, like, do you think this you could, like, look at this, if you do win, that it would be a, a statement moment for we were here and now we're, we're there. Yeah, I mean, you can certainly see the progress of uh, during the course of the year. Um, you know, in the last, uh, you know, six, eight games, you can certainly feel that, you know, on both sides of the ball. Uh, you can feel the camaraderie of the group, you know, the, the guys coming together, the continuity of the group. And uh, you can certainly feel that. But uh, this, you know, it's all about finish, right? So we'd like to really finish well. And, again, it comes down to one play at a time and, and you know, and playing the opponent. And we're into the 48-hour preparation now, so the guys are really locked into their mental uh, mental and physical part of it's pretty much over, but the mental side of it really is coming on now. And, uh, you know, we're reviewing their assignments, you know, and really the temperature they got to play at, you know, for this game. So um, that's going to be big for us. Man, with, uh, with Darnell Mooney, I think he was somebody you guys identified when you got here as somebody you feel good about, um, emulated hits, certainly. What's been your sense for how frustrating this season has been overall for him? Yeah, Darnell is, like I said before, has been a true pro. You know, he's done uh, everything we've asked him to do. You know, and uh, he's he's done he's done really good for us. You know, and there was games where he was targeted. You know, a bunch of games, and uh, you know he had some catches and and did some good yak yards, and we saw some explosiveness there. And uh, you know, for whatever reason, you know, it didn't. Uh, you know, he got he got hurt. You know, at the last part of the season here, he's been out the last two weeks. You know, and that's unfortunate. Um, but uh, again, he's going to put his best foot forward. Uh, we'll see where it goes, I and mean, all those evaluations for each player will be done after the season. Man, practicing outdoor on Friday on Fridays. I don't know if you've done that for every outdoor game. Is that a change in your planning, or have you done that all? I can't. I'm- yeah, yeah. If you're outside, you'd like to be outside, right? You know, and because you're you're obviously want to mimic the weather if, right. at best that you can, and uh, you certainly want to do that. And if you're inside, we'd like to be you know just get one more uh, get a splash on the turf before we go on turf, and we like to do that on Fridays. Matt, last you told us about your ninety percent club. Do you have any guys who are on track to make that 90% club this year? Yep, Dave Borgonzi. 
he's been hustling, this guy. Yep. No, uh, we have a bunch of guys. Uh, we have a couple awards that we give uh, during the course of the year, um, and that's a big force. And, uh, you know, one of them is the Ball Hawk Award. Um, so that's a, that's a tight lead right now. You know, we got Tremaine has eight points. Uh, Jalen has seven. And uh, TJ has six. And then we have five. I think it's four or five is Tyreek. You know, and that history of that board, uh, that takeaway board goes all the way back uh, uh, to the Tampa Bay Bucks back in the, when they won the Super Bowl. Uh, so there's some good names on there in terms of the history leaders of that. You know, Peanut Tillman's obviously one of them at, at the corner position that Yuri calls all those takeaways. Um, you know, there's other guys on there, but uh, certainly uh, uh, we're proud of that for, you know, him being that. And I don't know if anybody will ever break his record, but we'll see. And, uh, but uh, yeah. Ninety percent club, it's been good. You know, there's guys that are going to be on that, and that's a hard thing to get on. And uh, the guys that are, we celebrate those guys every every day after the game uh, for getting on that club. Matt, with this being the last game of the season, you know this question needs to be asked: Do you expect at this point to be back as Bears coach next season? Yeah, I mean, you know, expect you know is, is a word of expectation. That's that's a word that, that belongs into the future, right? So I would say that uh, we're going to have those meetings. I welcome those meetings uh, during the course of the next few days after the game. You know, um, early part of next week, and uh, we'll have those meetings at the appropriate time. And right now, we're focused on this game. But do, do you feel comfortable and confident in the work that you've done that you deserve to be back? Yeah, you know, it's always, uh, I feel really good about uh, where this team is. You know, this, te- this team is on the rise. I really feel I feel really good about the second half of the season um, where, where uh, the whole football team is going right now. And uh, I love the camaraderie, you know, the relationships that we built. And uh, you can certainly see the progress. So, yeah, I feel good about it. Is there, is there anyone that stands out to you who has, that you're super proud of where he started the year to where he's finishing the year at? Yeah, there's a bunch of guys. That's a that's a long list, you know, where they start. You know, you start with the rookies. You know, the rookies. Um, you know, that's it's hard for the rookies. You know, so, um, and we we tell them that hey, the growth during the rookie season, you have to really do a good job of of compartmentalizing each performance, you know, and doing a great job with that because you want to build stack good ones, right? And there's going to be a lot of learning moments that you have. You go against a lot of different people that are covering you that you have to cover up and pass rush whatever that might be, and you have to put those things away into your file so you understand that you're getting better every single time. And uh, you look at, uh, you know, Tyreek, you look at Darnell, you look at all the rookies, you know, you look at Smitty. You know, there's all these rookies, you know, the tackles that we have, you know, the D-tackles and um, T. Scott, you know, all those guys that really do a good job of, of compartmentalizing each game and learning from the performance and partnering up with their coach to be able to get that done through the drill work, the fundamental work, and then taking that to the next game. And that's how you get better. You know, it's a small increments that you get better every single time. And then what you do is you get all these reps banked as the rookie year. And we've been forced to do that a little bit, you know, because of where we were in the rebuild, you know, the first class and then the second class. And we got all these young players that have, have all that experience. And then you see the big jump, you know, in the second year. And you're seeing that a lot of with our second year players now. Those guys are really starting to play good ball and starting to make some impactful plays. Man, Kevin Warren was talking about how good the energy is in the building and in the locker room. Do you give yourself credit for that? Is that on your watch? I would just say that I'm a small piece of, of, of a group. Um, you know, so um, the whole group gets credit for that. And to me, that's a, you know, morale starts with one person, you know, with one person's light that comes out 
uh, one person's heart, one person's mind, one person's spirit. And that's where it starts. And you, and you join those those types of people together, and guess what? It's something special. And uh, that's what we're most proud of um, in the building. It starts with one person. And the, the first rule of leadership is leading yourself. And that's making sure your mindset's right, your spirit's right, and uh, your, your eyes are forward, and you're always looking to improve and to encourage your buddy next to you. Now, I know there's such a focus on Sunday in this game, but you mentioned numerous times about your belief in the direction of this thing and where this team is going. What do you see for the Bears in 2024? Yeah, like I said the other day, it's everything's on the rise. You know, we feel really good about where we are, but, you know, every team is different. You know, there, you cannot, you know, you have to lace up your shoes and start from the beginning every single year. You know, so, again, that's going to be for the future. And that's that's where it is. But that's what our mindset always is. Every team's different. This team's different than the last year's team. Next year's team is going to be different than this year's team. And it's a, it's a, and you have to start from the beginning. And, uh, you know, we're going on that, you know, as we start evaluating this, this season, um, you know, next week. Matt, a lot of the players and coaches throughout the year say you're pretty steadfast in your messaging. Trusting the process, chipping away, not doing anything differently. Was was that hard for you at any point to, to stick with that message? Stay so steadfast and not try and tinker to when, you know, you guys had a really tough start to the season? Yeah, that's that's a good question. And you have to have a foundation. Like, what do you stand on? You know, so I think that's a great fundamental question for really everybody. You know, you say, okay, what do you stand on? And if it's solid ground, okay, and it's based on fundamentals and based on hard work, you know, and based on somebody having, you know, the dedication and the joy to come to work every day, those good things are going to happen. You know, if you keep doing right, right things will happen. And that's the foundation we stand on. So to me, it wasn't uh, uh, hard to do at all because I really believe in in our systems, you know, and and I believe in the Chicago Bears and where we're going in the future. Matt, if, if Jalen can't if Jalen can't play and his season is over, when you look back on what he did this year, what did that tell you about him? Yeah, I mean, just like I, I think I said it before, the you know how he rose to the occasion. You know, you know you you're in contract years, you know, as a, as a coach and as a player sometimes, and and you know I've I've talked to those guys about that. We're really in the, in the same boat a lot of times, and when you go to that contract, you're the last part of it. You know, you got to perform. You, know, you just have to, and uh, he's done a good job with that. You know, and, and how do you do that? Well, it's it's one day, one play. You know, you take one day at a time, and you play one play at a time, and you keep on working that constant, ever you know improving. And uh, he's done that. You know, he's done everything. And I give credit to that room, and I give credit to Coach Hope too. Um, he's done a really good job with him. All right, there he is, uh, Matt Eberflus. Boys, what'd you think? Ah. What did you think about the way he at first tried to answer the question about do you expect if you're going to be back? Like he, it was well, more, you, it was more human the second his, his the follow up. Like yeah, the follow up was better. Like, like, like yeah, just to answer like yeah, I, I expect we've grown, we've developed, yeah, right. we've done a really good job. Um, yeah, singer, like like stand up for yourself. A yes, little bit. exactly. Yeah. Almost like what would you tell Ryan Poles if he brings you in this week? You know, on, on Monday. And, like, says, tell me why you should be back. Like, that's what that light, sounded like. We're light years ahead of where we were when the season began, and this right. is a journey. And this is yeah. this we, this we is step one, two, and three on a ten-step trip to the top of the mountain. So, I mean, if come I'm on, Eberflus, get aboard. Yeah, Choo-choo! like, that's that's how I'm selling myself if I'm Eberflus. That turnaround, you're right. Am I just, like, my, got a tiny brain? Answer yes. Yeah. But I was focused most on when Kyler Gordon's got a calf. Jalen Johnson's doubtful. Yeah, Jalen Johnson. Like, I, I'm living wait, 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 in the wait, wait, here and the now. 
Yeah, I know. And I'm going to try to minimize. Johnson's not going to play, right? I mean, I, you're when doubtful. you're listed as doubtful, and, and you're not. I, I said this to Sylvie the other day. Unless Carm- you're Favre. And I'm not. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's Favre true. was listed as out, wasn't he? Yeah, I think He so. might have been. Somebody got busted for manipulating the... Uh, Recently, the last week or two, didn't they? Yes. About, uh-huh. Forget who it was. They but got I, fined. I said to Sylvie, Carm, the other day, I don't know if I said it on the air or off the air, but I was like, look, the Jalen Johnson thing is, is he's been a fantastic player. And he's done what we all, and I think you guys focused on it as much as anybody, really good player where the interceptions, they have been here this year, right? He's had a really good season. He's a free agent. And I'm just asking, do you believe that he's going to err on the side of being cautioned versus cautious, not yeah. cautious? Yes. yes. Versus not. And, I, and I'm just asking the question. I'm not pointing the finger or anything. Yeah. I, I mean, is this a, a I decision? Think for him, that, you know, it's got to be part of the calculus for him this weekend, right? I think so. Right. He's on the verge of a $20 million, or let's, I mean, yes. $16, 18000000 million a year payday. What about for the Bears? When they say, hey, we right. want you back. You've proven to us what you are. Right. Let's not be. Yes, but this game means more to a lot of games, to a lot of guys in this organization than others. Yeah, but I think you, I think the both can be true. Yeah, I think I'm with this. You, you know, know I'm like, saying that the Bears said to him, right. he t- well, why wouldn't the Bears also say to him, just tap the well, brakes? You, we've also, you've already proven what right. you've needed to prove. Right. Don't we'll expose fi- yourself we'll to anything. We'll figure it all out. I agree with yeah. Sylvia. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think that both of those things can be true. Like, Wada, like you said, this is an important game for this franchise. Yes. At the same time, they could be thinking. They can still think long term and big picture about a player that, at the very least, they're Absolutely. probably going to franchise and pay twenty yes. million dollars to next year. Yes. that they want to be part so of. So I team. think collectively, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't blame either side no. if they sat right. down and said, "Hey, collectively, you know what we need to do here? Yeah, we need to, you know, err on the side of caution." I think there's something to that. Yeah. AJ Dillon's not going to play. Right, for the I Packers. saw that. And Christian Watson's so, questionable. Watson's questionable. Uh, Gordon's questionable now, right? And then, did you see Lucas Patrick is, is questionable too? Mm. Isn't he questionable? He's, he, I think he's he, always questionable. He had a calf uh, injury pop up today. Um, that Boy, just, they had a lot of injuries pop up yeah, late in the week. Well, what the hell are they all, doing? All of a sudden, and um, at, look, I know he's not good, but but what's what's the alternative? Is it Dan Feeney? I don't know. But, good, but you're right. The snaps, yeah, snaps are an issue. Yes. I go back to the Gordon thing, too. Look, you're going up that to, to Lambeau, and, I mean, it has been, you know, a lack of civility from the morning to night with this whole, you know, which quarterback would you rather have? Carm, you and I were the only honest ones at the station. But that's yeah, for another and Tyler. Time. And, and Tyler. Tyler. Yeah, we're the only honest ones there. But then yeah. we, we can talk about that later. Yeah. Um, Kyler Gordon playing the nickel corner position against this offense yeah. is crucial. Yeah. He is a fantastic player that may not get the flowers that that Stevenson gets or that Jalen Johnson gets because they're out on the edge and you kind of see them more highlighted on your television. That young man, Gordon, has played exceptionally yeah. well and is a crucial poor, uh, part rather to what Matt Eberflus's defense is trying to accomplish. And if you don't have him, I personally believe you can't undervalue the importance of that. Yeah, That's a position that is really important in today's game against an offense like that and how they do things. He's a tough job, and he's been great at it. He's been fantastic. 
What was the update on Herbert? Let's see here. I have it. Uh, Did, was he listed? Was he listed or no? Was he off Sylvie after yesterday? He's questionable. He's, He's questionable, questionable too. But it was, so he should uh, be good. He was also non-injury related for one of part of it. So he's got two designations of back and non-injury related. Okay. All, right. All right. Yeah, he did not practice today because of personal issues. Oh boy! So no practice yesterday, oh, right? Boy. And no today. He no, was no, limited. Last time we had a personal issue. The guy ended up sitting out a week, right? Yeah, he was limited yesterday. Well, limited and, yesterday. And okay. DN did not practice today. Okay. Can I All ask right. a question to and, expose and Cole my? Cole Komet was full today. Was he okay, good? Okay, good. Is Deontay Foreman still a part of the mix here? I don't know. Good question. That's a great question. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's not listed. I mean, well, so then he must they, be. they didn't name him. So. Dime a dozen. Well, but backs. just if they might need him tomorrow or Sunday. Right, so. right. I'm just Herbert asking if he's available. Activate him then. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the he's active. Need him, activate yeah. him. Okay. Yeah, and and, and he'll, he'll do well. But, like, to your point, Yurk, it's, I love the way they built the running back room. That's Absolutely. how they should build the running back room every year. Every year. Like a, a fourth round, a fourth round rookie, a, a journeyman who can rush at any given time for a hundred yards. Yep. And what was Herbert? A fifth or a sixth round pick? He was a fifth round, something pick, like I that, think, right? I believe so. Yeah, he was, later. He was later. None of you, none of none of those players cost you any money or nope. any high round pick. Nor should they. But, but yeah, ever. and with a combination of Fields' so. rushing ability. You can you can still rush for lots of yards. Yeah, when Fields makes it even, yeah, well, of course it's, he it's pretty does. special to have a guy like that. Khalil Herbert was a sixth round pick. Yeah, two hundred and seventeenth overall. And, and, and in his and career, he's, he's close. To, isn't he five, five yards. yards per yeah. carry guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and like uh, Deont- yes, he is. Deontay Foreman can rush for a yeah. hundred yards. Uh, Roshan Johnson looks like he's going to be a really good draft pick. By yeah, the way, but in they, four they, years, you're going to get rid of all of them. You're yeah. just you do it again. You and you do it again. Uh, the Packers, I believe, are bottom five in rush defense. Am I right, Carm? They, give uh, up they are. A game. I can get it. They're close. They definitely are close. I told you not to put it away. He's no, that's good. Up I mean, just say, listen, if we're in the ballpark, well, that's good. Yeah, it, it, it's Bottom close. five. Let's just go with bottom five. Yeah. Bottom five run defense. He's there. He's at the uh, Environmental Protection Agency website right on. now. I'm getting it right now. I'm going to get it for you right He's now. He's pulling it up as we speak. I'd like to thank both of you guys for sticking out. around through Look the these beautiful uh, graphs. Well, we've got prizes to give away, guys, okay. after we're off the air. Well, well, I just want to say thank we'll you. Listen. Just accept the, uh, the thank it. you. We're giving away uh, Packer tickets, Packer there. Bears tickets for Lambeau Field. We're also giving away $250 gift card to Buffalo. Do you Island. notice how Johnny said Packer tickets as Packers. opposed to Bears t- and Packers tickets? Tommy, they're 23rd, by the way. They're 23rd they? in rush EPA, yeah, on defense. Yeah. Is so. that the best stat, EPA estimated? Yeah, what is expected it? points added. It's a good one. Yeah. It? I don't it's even know abs- what it means. Carmen loves it. It's absolutely a good one. I know one. they give up 130-some yards per game and like four and a half per carry. Yards per carry was always the thing because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Neanderthal. That's the thing I always looked at. Yes, but that's a little bit, and it's fine. I mean, you can. It's a, there's some newer, more you know, updated metrics. They're also bottom third in the league in success rate on you know on uh, their rush defense. So that's good. So yeah. the Sh- benefits the Bears. Show me the graph. The graph well, here. Yeah, this beautiful graph. Yeah. So Passing? this is rush EPA per play allowed, and oh then drop God. back EPA. This, this is unbelievable. You should yeah. see this graph. Yes, it's just marvelous. It's got all the NFL logos on there. It's got a cross, and it's got numbers on it and boxes, and all the logos are there. Such a pretty graph. Very pretty. Than my, uh, Does it make any noises? What, what about my polls graph? Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 Polls graph is great. Yeah, hey, if Kamala Harris ever saw this graph, she'd really be in love with this oh, thing. Geez. She loves buses, electric buses, and graphs. 
on that note, we'll, well leave. I'm just we'll telling you what the you woman has said. Go, Carm, hang around for a while longer. We'll leave you guys be. Come on. Join in on the fun. My, my partner. Uh, He's the best. <laughs> what? I, I nailed it, Carm. 132 I, 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 yards I, I, per game and four and a half yards per carry. Nice. I watch a up. lot of interviews. I don't know what to tell you. Yes, yes. Um, all right, boys. It should be a fun weekend. Yeah, what yeah. Else, what, well, what else do you have coming we're, up? We're loaded today. I mean, uh, this is Bears-Packers. Is this finally the game? And by the way, you shocked me, Carm. I did not know that. Carm gave you the shocker? He shocked me. What I do? Long distance? It hurt. It hurt. What I do? You should have seen them when they were young. There was only one going. Uh, What? uh Well, I mean, you can't do it. Never mind. Um, But I knew they lost nine in a row. Johnny, that's where you step in. They lost them all by the spread, I did not know they were 0 for 9 against the spread. ATS. I did not know that. It's unbelievable. I did not know that. I have them on the money line this week. Does that make me an idiot or does that make no, me? No, no. I have them I like on the that. money line too. Yeah. I like that. Well, you got to end it sometime. You got to end it sometime, and this is as good a time as yeah, any. You're yeah. right. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about future. We'll talk about the here and the now. Uh, Courtney Cronin uh, is going to join us for a short time coming up here in about five minutes. We're going to play you. Kevin Warren spoke today. That's yes. why we're having her on. She covered that. Um, and so they're they're slowly but surely unveiling Kevin Warren. Yes. I think the, t- the timing is interesting. Yesterday they released a day in the life of Kevin Warren on their website. Today, like he made the big donation, <laughs> they, they did. That's, That's what it was. I know. It's That's what it was titled. A day in the life. Uh, Twenty four hours. Uh, day in the life of Kevin Warren on on New Year's Eve. And then today he was out uh, making a great donation million to Lurie's. Dollars. Million dollars. Yeah, to Lurie Cancer Center, near and dear to my heart as well. I was treated in Northwestern. And then, like, will he be front and center when the season ends making a big announcement football-related? That will be interesting. Yes, it will be. Can I give a, a couple of birthday shout-outs real quick? Okay. Yes. Uh, first of all, Virginia McCaskey. Yeah. 101 today. So happy 101. birthday to Virginia. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to our buddy Dan Borelli, who's up at oh, up Love at House Dan Hall. We saw him yesterday. He's in charge of all their video stuff. Love Dan. Danny's one of the greatest guys you'll ever meet. Yes, he is. And my third daughter, Leah. Oh, happy birthday, wow. Leah. 26 oh, today. It's a loaded happy day. Birthday. It is. You know what I was good going to, I wanted to do today. We never got it. We just, we didn't. I, I thought about it this morning. We're going to do uh, what's older, uh, you know, than Virginia McCaskey. But. Oh, that, that's good. We played that game. Yeah, well, we like, I was going to, I was going to, like, give you Sister a bunch of things Jean. to say older or younger than Virginia Sister McCaskey. Like, I give Sister you an Jean's older. Yeah, give you you're right. Sister Jean is older. Yes, yeah. you are right. I'll give you an example. The Bible. Virginia McCaskey. I'm going to go with the Bible on Bible is okay. older, John. It's close. Bible, but it's close. It's the light bulb or Virginia McCaskey? Uh, Virginia's older than the light bulb. No. No. Guys, you guys don't, like so. When Johnny says it, it's funny. Yeah. When I say it, it's How not dare funny. You? When I mean, Johnny says it, it's humorous. Is, when I say it, it's this, not. This is you're Virginia. A this you're is a George Hallis's daughter. You're How supposed to have an affinity. You? You're, you were part of the Bears play? organization. I, I mean, at two, Waddle. At two, at two. I'm the only one that actually sent a personalized happy birthday oh, to you. All right, because yeah. she, oh, she knows you, Tommy. That way, but I'm glad you brought it up, though. 100. It is amazing. Yes. 101. Yes. I mean, come on. I'm the God only bless. one who sent well, a, pro- a personalized. That's right. I'm the only one who sent a personalized. Did you send so her a video message? What did you send, you send, not, her, no. you send no. her? A text? No. I sent it via somebody else, but I wanted to make oh. sh- oh, sure. Oh, now yeah. that you're telling, I can't tell you that. Who, I'd have to kill you. 
<laughs> I'm or, sure everyone would. Or I would just I let everybody on Twitter know that you lied at the question that I was did. asked yesterday. Well, I, I, it wasn't necessarily <laughs> Which that would I be lied. worse than actual death. It wasn't that I lied. I did not want any more bullets. I was done with that. What, I mean, what has happened to our guy? I, I, I am, the man who used to love sparring uh, with all of yeah, the people I'm, I'm on beaten. social media. The coach killer. I, I, admit, admittedly beaten. He has absolutely Twitter's been beaten beat you down, down finally. Beat me down. Uh, no, <laughs> like I was. I'm done with the. I'm done with the. It's just starting. It's just starting. Well, look, it's a no-win question about Jordan Lover or uh, Justin oh, Fields. If you want to be honest, I mean, yeah, you, you went know. with the mic drop. Yeah, you can yeah. be honest. Yeah, right. Okay. I was honest. That's why I went with yeah. Justin Fields. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. they like him. Yeah, guys, you don't have your, to that's your rationale. With you guys don't have to disagree I know. I love your guys, Lakers. Yeah. Right? This Jordan guy can, Love is like, so divisive this guy can in that see things locker room. on football film that most of us can't see. And he's like, they believe in Justin. Yeah. Like, what? They do believe yeah. him. So that's why you still see him. And Mr. Divisive they, Jordan They believed love. in Kyle Orton. I mean, uh, they did love Kyle. I mean, okay. okay. Oh, well, Brian Urlacher would have would have oh, signed him up to quarterback for life yes. contract. That's yes. what I'm saying. Like, what kind of a way is that to analyze a quarterback? Your <laughs> like they believe in him. I'm like, what? They do. Team Johnny knew what he was him. doing. He was they play extra hard. He, Johnny knew. What he was doing. Right. Of course he does. Yeah. All right. This was Tommy right. Waddle's wish to well, what was it to Virginia McCaskey, and it was. It was Jeff Joniak that delivered it. So Joniak walks in and goes, 101 years old. Ridiculous. <laughs> Tommy Waddle says happy birthday. As long as he doesn't right? say fade to black. <laughs> oh, oh now right. you stop. Oh, oh Sylvie. Sylvie, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you? Oh, I will not stand by. I will not stand by for this type. I will not either. This type of, these types of slings <laughs> and arrows. Listen, you better and call somebody. Sylvie comes in with a Tyler, black cape and a Sylvie just came in with a blowtorch. Yeah, what are you, the Grim Reaper? And a sickle for free game. doesn't say that. Happy Tyler, birthday. are you available for I'm free here. game coverage? Happy birthday, the Grim Reaper. <laughs> I'm here. Sylvia, how dare you? The slander. Yeah. I said he, oh. as long as he doesn't say that. Tyler, are okay. you available Sunday? Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, God! How dead! Say in your favorite and your I best, dare you. your best Greta voice. How dare you? Oh, I'm dying! I'm how dying! Dare how dare you? How uh, dare Greta. you? All right, you guys have a great show. Have a good weekend. Go Bears! <sighs> we'll see you Monday. Good night. All right, there, there they are. They're uh, leaving. They're uh, leaving. I'm, I, that's a compte for Yerk right there. Ten oh, extra. Stand at two thirty. Ten extra minutes. No sitting through an Eberflus yeah, press no conference. Question. Courtney's going to join us here shortly. 312-332-3776. We're uninterrupted heading into this football Friday. And don't forget, we got a championship Monday to boot. But Bears and Packers, not just a Bears-Packer game, will play in a little bit, too. Something that Kyle Brandt said, a whole thing on fields. But one thing that he noted, he even said that he thinks this could be a bigger game for the Bears than the Packers. And the Packers are playing for a playoff bid. Well, I, and, and I kind of, I understand what he's saying because, like, nobody believes this Packers team is going to win the Super Bowl. Right. And this is the youngest team in the National Football League. This is, for them, this is step one of their rebuild. First year that Jordan Love has taken over as the starting quarterback. And I'm not suggesting that they don't want to win the Super Bowl. I'm sure they do. But I understand his his perspective. Like, they're going to remain intact up there. Joe Barry, maybe not. But a lot of the other elements of what they're doing up there is going to be intact next year. And, and there is some 
So there are some questions and there's some uncertainty with what will this Bears team look like next year that don't exist up in Green Bay. So, listen, I totally think maybe not the importance, but I think pressure is an enormous commodity that has to be considered in this game. Bears have no pressure. You go up there, play free, let it rip. Justin, go up there and approach the game the way you did the Falcons game. And I, I don't know that that's what he said. You know, like you're in the hu- or in the huddle or you're in the tunnel on the way out and just say, hey, guys, F it. Like you said, what was the thing? You know, uh, from the, the risky business. Yeah. Sometimes you, you just got to say, say what the F. And maybe that was the, the mental approach or the whatever. But I believe the Bears are going to go up there and play without any, any pressure. That's the youngest team in the National Football League that has to win in their home building to get to the postseason or keep themselves alive for the postseason, you tell me where the most pressure is. The pressure's on that team, yes, that home is. team. Here's Kevin Warren. He spoke today. So Kevin Warren made a one million. It was a one million dollar donation. I believe that's to, what it was to Lurie. Was it to Lurie? Am I right about that? Lurie Tyler? Cancer Center, Lurie yeah. Children Hospital, um, and, and, and like a great donation. Uh, and he met the media. He did not get into details about a lot of Bears stuff, but he was asked about the first about the Bears stadium. Here's uh, some of the stuff that he had to say. And Courtney's going to join us here uh, in a minute. Specifically, do you have uh, any plans on where to put a parking lot around Soldier Stadium and uh, Soldier Field? And, uh, not yet. We'll have, we'll have uh, answers on that hopefully here in the next couple months. Yeah. Next couple of months. And is that uh, kind of your same uh, timeline for deciding between uh, the suburbs and Chicago? Yeah, I, th- I think uh, when I started, I think I said hopefully within the first year. And so I think we're right on target be able to do it. Uh, I'm pleased with the progress that we've made and um, just happy to, to uh, finish strong this season. Looking forward to the game this weekend and continue making progress on the season. And last question, uh, are there any incentives that have been offered to you from the suburbs or in Chicago that you go to bed at night and go, man, that would be really good? No, I just think that you know, I try to be a, a out-of-the-box big, big thinker and uh, and like I said, my passion and love for the Chicago land area, not only for Chicago, but the suburbs, but all the residents of Illinois is is just good. It's a blessing to be able to work uh, not only at the Bears, uh, but to be able to work on a potential stadium solution. And so I'm excited every single day that I get out. Kevin, we we wouldn't be doing our jobs as football writers if we didn't ask if you made the decision on whether the coach is coming back. You know, as we said all along, we just continually will stay focused on finishing the season strong, take a big picture, a methodical uh, look at everything. And um, and so I'm, I'm looking forward to heading to Green Bay tomorrow, and hopefully the team can keep playing well. Are they in a place that you like right now? Well, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm very pleased with the energy of our team. I mean, and, and, it, and it's not only in game day, it's around the, the, the practice, around Hallis Hall. I mean, just the energy. I mean, you, you all see it in the locker room. The guys are playing hard, they're competing, and um, and so we'll continually just, you know, build forward, you know, as a franchise. And, and uh, But I'm, I'm just really energized, uh, kind of, as a franchise, where we are, with what we have going on with the stadium, what we have going on uh, internally, just building our, our brand, um, and, and what we have going on, you know, with our football team. So he endorsed the energy, would not go far, and we'll see after. And, and it lends credence to how meaningful of a game this could be. Let's bring in Courtney Cronin, who was there. Uh, Courtney, did you read between the lines at all? And, and what was your summary uh, or your big takeaway from Kevin Warren today as Ke- Courtney Cronin joins us on the Car X Tire and Auto Hotline? 
I, I this is what we expected the answers to be, you know, for him to address Matt Eberflus's future ahead of the final game, to say one way or the other to put stakes on it would be probably counterintuitive to the Bears like and what they've been saying all along with what Ryan Poles told uh, Jeff Joniak on the pregame show last week, that it's about the finish, it's about how you end the year. So I think there's a lot at stake with this Green Bay game. Not only the rivalry, which we all know this would be their first win against Green Bay since 2018, but what remains to be the decision that will be made on the future of this coaching staff, starting with Matt Eberflus. I thought that was if you read between the lines of what he said, what Kevin Warren said today, that you know they're going to continue to focus on finishing the season strong. That echoes what Poles has said at every turn that he's talked publicly. And if the Bears are able to do that, that bodes well for the head coach staying in 2024, which is the way that this has been trending for a couple weeks now. Courtney, do you have a kind of a, a strong feeling for what the timeline may be for this team and certain announcements that may take place after Sunday's game? Well, typically we call it Black Monday in the NFL. That's when, if there are changes to be made with the coaching staff, it typically happens then. Um but when you hear Kevin Warren talk about it and he's saying that they're going to take a big picture, methodical look at everything, right. they've clearly been doing that. This is not something where it's like, all right, week 18, it's five in the morning. Let's start, you know, the Monday after the season ends, let's start sorting through everything. I imagine they'll have a decision on this pretty soon after, uh, one way or the other, because players have to do their exit interviews with someone. Is that going to be the coach that's going to coach them next year? The majority of these players, we know the rosters change, but that has to be factored in here too, because they've got to get the players out and onto, you know, their off season. And so you can't really delay in your deliberations with that. So I would imagine early in the week, because we'll have locker clean out day on Monday when we talk to players that by, by the, by, at some point Monday we'll know one way or the other because Kevin Warren will address the big picture items that he would not go into much detail about today at some point next week. And you know, with him up there or at a separate press conference will be the general manager. And, and you know, if Matt Eberflus staying, he will be talking too. So teams don't like to wait on that stuff, uh, you know, give themselves as long as they can. But by, by Tuesday, we will know. Uh, I, I would, without a shadow of a doubt, because there's just no teams. Just don't wait. They don't wait to get, fire a head coach, especially after you know the the season ends and the way that things are going. You know, if we find out that Matty Berflus is talking on Tuesday, that means he's staying. Like if we hear that announcement as media members pretty soon, maybe even the day of the game, then that's an indication that that's the direction that they're going to go. Courtney, did I hear this correctly? Because there was a lot of background noise. Did I hear that he said they're on schedule with the stadium and that his target was a year? And I would take it from when he was hired. So will we have something ready to go in the spring? It sounds like, so I remember going back to his press conference, which was 51 weeks ago now. He said, you know, back then that it was you know, by the summer we should know something. And, of course, like they started their teardown process at, uh, you know, at Arlington Park of at least a tearing down the grandstand then. And then, of course, like things stalled. But he said that they're right on target for the timeline, which was roughly a year since at least he said, you know, with hope, that hopefully it would be within the first year after getting started. That was the goal of his all along. And that was not just 
the timeline for, for Arlington Park that's deciding between whether they are going to move forward with a stadium site in the suburbs or try to do it in Chicago. And one other thing that he was asked about, like specifically with Soldier Field, is whether they figured out where you'd put a parking lot at Soldier Field if they did build on the existing site. And he said, no, not yet on that. But these, again, will be questions that come up next week when Kevin Warren addresses these topics in in more totality. Today was mostly about the $1 million pledge that he and his wife Greta uh, are giving to the Lurie Children's Hospital. But these these things did come up. And I I think he, you know, you can read between the lines if you want to on some of these, but these were pretty much the answers that we were expecting to get uh, throughout the majority of, you know, from the majority of these questions. Courtney, great stuff. Uh, We will talk to you uh, Sunday from Lambeau, okay? Thanks, Sounds Courtney. great. Thanks, guys. All Take right. care. There you go. Courtney was at uh, at Lurie today and uh, not uh, at House covering uh, Kevin Warren. So uh, we wanted to get her on to react to what Kevin that's, Warren had to say. That's a very generous donation of $1 million oh, to Lurie goodness. Children's Hospital. And they're one of the best in the country yeah. at what they do. Uh, that entire campus over there, Prentice and Lurie and the Cancer Center and Northwestern, Everybody over there, very thankful for what they do. Phone number to reach us, 312-332-3776. We are very busy today. Tom Thayer is going to join us in 20 minutes from right now. Uh, We've got some fun with Florida or Ohio. We've got picks from Doug Kazarian on the NFL weekend and championship Monday. We've got Tausch from Green Bay to talk about this game. And, of course, plenty of thoughts from you. Is this the game that could turn around the rivalry? Or do you believe that we've been saying that for a long time and uh, that we just will continue to see more of the same? Uh, What do you think? 312-332-3776 or big picture stuff on Eberflus, on Justin Fields. And again, Eberflus at first, I thought, uh, defaulted back to his stock non-human answer when asked about his expectations when it, it was just it was not a very human reaction to do you expect to come back um and then his second answer was more ask me ask me tom do you expect to come back as bears head coach this is tom you speak uh, waddle waddle okay. do you expect to come back as head coach i do i really do i think we've made progress have we been perfect no but uh this has been a long process Last year was a really difficult year. I thought we stayed together throughout the course of a very difficult season. This year, we got off to a rough start. I will assume responsibility for a lot of that rough start. I had some coaching issues that were on my desk that I needed to take care of. Um, But I truly believe that this team got together in the second half of the season, started pulling on the same end of the rope. I believe in what we're doing. I believe in what we're teaching. I think we're making progress. I think that is quite evident every time we step out onto the field. So, yes, I do believe that I will be coming back. I certainly hope to because I've built a relationship with this crew that is really special. And I think we're on the cusp here up at Hallis Hall of doing some really good things and taking a huge step forward. So, yes, I, I do believe that I should retain my position as the head coach of the, Nat, uh, the National Football League's charter franchise. You're, you're hired. You are hired. Can I get an extension to uh, highlight this? I want an extension. You want it now? Now you're playing hardball, all right? Well, you, you were, you were you good just, where you were. I, you just, I mean, you sounded like you were okay with what I said. If that's the case, can, the I job. A now you want an can I get a couple more years? Can I get a couple more years? No, your... I, was being, I was being Coach Eberflus. 
Right. I was playing the role of Matt Eberflus. Sylvie, did Were you say you he's... in it? Huh? Did you say Waddle's playing hardball, or is he playing Harbaugh? Oh, maybe... maybe I, I, I wasn't maybe. sure. That's... Right. Maybe. You, I was, I was role-playing Matt Eberflus today. If you ask me the question, do you think, Mr. Eberflus, Coach Eberflus, that you deserve to come back next year as a head coach? That was what my presentation was. I loved was. it. Well, I loved it. Except like, the am extension. I coming back? Yes, you're coming back. Yeah. I think he's coming back. I'm saying, would you bring me back after that presentation? Well, I think he's coming back. I, I think, I, I, especially if they win, I, w- I will be shocked. I, I like, and now there's. Oh, I keep hearing a lot of talk. Let's talk. About, I, I keep hearing now that you can't change the OC. I want to pick your brain on that. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. We'll take your phone calls next. ESPN One Thousand, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie. Watch us and join the chat. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app. So I'm hearing a lot now that if they do keep Eberflus and they do keep Fields and they want to keep Fields, that you got to keep Getsy too. I'm hearing that a lot, that you can't change... Well, the one offense. The, well, one of the things that, that has been talked about, it has been improvement and being unified and continuity. Um, my concern would be the following, that if, in fact, you kept the head coach and you kept the quarterback and launched the OC, now you're asking Justin to learn a third offense in four years. And, look, if it is a comparable offense, which it's not going to be because everyone is clamoring for an offense that is more tailored for him, it isn't going to probably have the same terminology, the same verbiage, and the same stuff in it. But, which don't, means, but don't you have to make the decision on Getsy before you make the decision on Fields? Uh, let me think about that. Decision on- of course you do. Because you're not scouting the the the, the quarterback class until February and March in the combine and and your one-on-ones and your workouts and your pro days like you won't do you fully know like you have an idea of fields but you don't you don't know if you're all in on Caleb Williams and Drake May and Penix and all these guys until you totally scout them do you we're throwing yes that's a good point and and look this is a very convoluted and, and confusing series of decisions in some ways they will be like so if you're you're going to keep the head coach and the quarterback but change the the coordinator again i go back to that are you not a little bit concerned that you're asking the young man to learn a third offense in four years and it will take time once again to get comfortable in that system that new system i would think I mean, look, who knows what's going to happen, but there is a chain reaction that exists with a lot of this stuff, I think. I think if the – that would be my concern. I know there's a lot of people out there that think Luke Getzi is right. football Satan. Right, okay? I know. And, and, and I'm not and saying that either. No, I know. I'm saying, but that's what people are looking to have happen. And the only that may. But And I heard you say, and, and, I, I, and your thought was, is that, well, maybe in that case, and I'm not sure you even fit this in, but Frank Reich's available. Right. Because – Getting an offensive coordinator to come into an environment where there isn't 100% stability, which I wouldn't think there would be with a team like this, where there's still some question marks, 
that's a that's a tough ask for an offensive coordinator. I've heard a lot of people say, "Well, look what uh, the guy in, in Baltimore did." <laughs> I don't know that there's anyone in the league that has more stability than John Harbaugh and the Baltimore Ravens as a, as an organization. So Todd Monk and going from Georgia to the to the Ravens is a lot different than somebody going from over here to the Bears with Coach Eberflus in play and a quarterback that if you decide to move forward with, what are you going to do? You're going to pick up his fifth year. You're looking for an extension. Are you going to ask him to to kind of see how he plays? So, but, but if you do hire, if you keep Justin and you do hire a coordinator that you think makes Justin better, you can't worry about wor- learning new lingo. It's going to be a, a new offense. It's going to be it's going to be an issue. Are you ready to win now, or are you going to have to learn something? I mean, there are plenty of guys that can step in and learn a new, you know, a, a new off. It's not ideal, is the point I right, make. Do right. you think it's ideal? No, but I, I, I don't know. It, like, they are on the rise, but I mean, there are a lot of big decisions to make, and you have to think about what's best for everyone here. Of course, and that's why I think all of these decisions are interconnected. So I can't really sit here and project what they're going to do on that front. I know everyone wants to say, okay, Flus can stay. I want Justin to be here, but I need them to launch Getsy. Who are you going to hire? I think that's an interesting question. And then what are you, you once again putting your quarterback who has shown progress in a difficult spot to learn a third offense in four years? It's not ideal in my life. Not a lot of of questions. 312-332-3776. And then you got the game. You got the big Bears-Packers game. Could this finally be the change that uh, we've been waiting for going back to 1994? Like, you couldn't have tried to be worse uh, than the Bears and, and lose more games, really. I mean, that's that's not hyperbole there. They've been that bad in this rivalry. Uh, Thayer is angry about it. We'll talk to him coming up next.